Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. My next guest uh, uh, career has been compromised, uh, primarily of uh, comprised. Excuse me, uh, compromised. My next guest career has been comprised primarily of playing key roles in startups, aiding the evolution of B two B social technology, and creating user experiences. It was in uh, his personal life that he developed his civic accountability and political awareness. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Horace Williams. Hey. The introduction. How you doing, my friend? Better to be here. I'm uh, doing right, I can't complain. I'm blessed. I know that's right. Come on, now we woke up. Now I always tell people it wasn't that alarm clock that woke you up either. Okay. You yeah, twice. Absolutely. Let's talk about where 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 are you you calling in from today? At? I'm actually calling in from. I'm getting ready to head uh, head downtown Atlanta, but I um dropped my mother's uh, salon, so I take my uh, mom now. Uh, so I've got you know some adulting stuff that I've got had had to manage this morning, but um, you know I'm getting ready to uh, head into the city and do some business. Yeah, because so, you, uh, you're breaking up real bad, that's, that's horse. You're breaking up real what, bad. You're breaking up real. Let bad. me try this. Let me see if I, is this better. Yeah, that's much better. So let me. Let oh, okay. Me, okay. Thank you. So I'm in I'm in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know, and like I was saying, I was just dropping off uh, my my uh, my mother. Her now I'm headed to the city to do some some business in this. Country. Cool, cool. Now let's talk about your career, your life. Uh, you're an HBCU grad, correct? NT Aggie Pride, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let, let's talk about that because a lot of my uh, a lot of my uh, uh, stations that carry my show are HBCU schools. And so whenever I identify yes. a guest who is an HBCU grad, I always like to bring up the significance of what how HBCU, an, H, an attending an HBCU school has shaped your life academically and socially. Can you expound on that? 100%. It's probably the easiest question you can ask me. Um, North Carolina a in particular, um, I actually, it was a very interesting scenario. I got in there um, on application because I'm still out of high school in New York. And um, I had teachers who were extremely proactive uh, in the process of me, you know, coming into the school and realizing things. Like, you know, they called me out. They said, hey, Harsh, you answer all my questions in the class, but then you get 70s on my test. What's going on? And 
they took the time out to study with me and work with me. They, they were very intentional about my success. And I was not accustomed to that um, in the high school that I went to in New York City. And as a result, I graduated in three years with honors after coming in on academic probation. And that was completely a byproduct of the faculty there seeing my potential. And then on addition to that, giving me opportunities, giving me giving me opportunities, money, you know, everything. So, you know, I, I will, A&T will hold a special place in my heart forever. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same about their HBCUs. HBCUs are known for their, their mighty bands and their athletic, athletic yeah. programs. And from the academic side, the, they're not getting credit for that. And when I think of programs like, you know, Empowered, which is to me is, 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 is a, a form of academic, it's because it's based on information. And when you provide people with information, you're educating them. And so tell us about what is Empowered. Interestingly enough, like I said, it's, it's, it's great that you framed it almost as, as, as an educational offering because this is our segue into how I believe we can get people civically engaged. Empowered is an application, it's free, and it's spelled E-M-P-O-W-R-D for anyone who wants to download it on Android or iOS. And what it does is it allows you to partake in engaging elected officials by having, one, access to them, but then, two, understanding what they do. Um, what we try to do is focus on the advocacy component of civic engagement. I think a lot of time and effort as a society goes into the campaigns, and I think that's great. I think we want to get the right people elected to represent us and invest in that. But what they do in office the things that we complain about lobbyists doing and, and you know, large companies and, and organizations controlling our government, that's the advocacy component. And we really need to play a stronger role as a society in engaging officials while they're in office in order to change our economic circumstances in many cases. So that's where Empower plays a role within the access and education and in the facilitation of engagement between constituents and elected officials. Elected officials. Now let's go back a little bit here. Because I got it. Because when we start talking about politics, you start talking about social media. I got to bring up the, you know, this is a little bit more detail, maybe, and maybe I'm stepping too far in this conversation base about, you know, the the way the the Russians played a role in in the political election yeah. of 2016, how they were able to, you know, get information on certain people, the way they thought, the way they walked, the way they talked, the way they yeah. was able to sway their through through campaign inform, campaign information, you know. By yeah. saying if you, this person walks and talks this way, well, if we keep walking and talking this way, we can lead them down this path. What is yeah. different from what you're trying to do? Well, so here's an interesting thing. Uh, when we talk about the Russian piece, right, we're talking about, and, and I come from a, a like a social media uh, technology listening background. Yes, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. we're talking about, what we're talking about is, is that they've basically leveraged the, the fault of digital advertising mm-hmm. and used it against us to create these little small bubbles in the social ecosystem where everything someone believes is validated by something that is essentially invalid. Right. And what they've done is, is that, you know, and they use that to, you know, one, expose, you know, you know, our societies, you know, our, our deeper inner troubles. But, you know, what happened there is, is that they were trying to change how people think by, you know, using the same models that are used by, you know, Nike to help people buy a pair of sneakers, right? Like, they're not showing you a bunch of sneakers and saying, choose one. They're learning about you and trying to put the sneakers in front of you that they believe you're actually going to purchase. And that is not the way to handle politics. (laughs) So when you look at, 
empowered, what we try to do is we try to disseminate objective information across the board relative to your representation, right? Like we're not telling you to go one way or another. We're saying, what are the issues that you're having? We call those causes. And then we use those to connect you to organizations that you can align with for advocacy purposes. Or if you have a little bit more experience, you can directly engage elected officials on your own through the application. You know, this is about maintaining your own quality of life. It's not a social network. It's not, if you go to the app, you're not talking to a bunch of other people and having a bunch of, you know, communication sessions around things that, you know, are, uh, you know, that you believe are important to you. This is a action driven application and it is focused on an objective non-party bias ability to create relationships with elected officials and organizations that allow you to, you know, have the quality of life you deserve and make that accessible to everybody. So we are not trying to steer people one way or another. We're trying to facilitate people's ability to be effectively engaged. I see what you're saying. You're saying that that campaign was specifically driven to grab a single mind and then march that mind with that single thought down this lane. And you're saying we're creating, giving you information about the options, the overall portal of information. You, 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 with, with Empower, that's an app that's, that's free that you can download. Yes. And when you go on that, how does that walk us through the steps of how you use it? How what information do you? Because do you have to do you have to supply information into Empowered? Yes. So what we call it, it's basically a, what we we consider internally a a, a, a data exchange, right? Mm-hmm. So Empowered manages uh, data for about thirty thousand elected official offices, and what we do is that we tie those elected leader roles to your jurisdiction boundaries. And then we also have partnerships with advocacy groups and organizations. And we tie those groups to the causes that you care about in our application. So when you're giving us information about, like, your location or causes you care about and other demographic pieces, we're using that to align you with both your elected representation relative to, you know, your location and your region from your local city council to the president of the United States. And we're also using it to align you with news and information and organizations that are directly tied to the things that you care about in your life, right? Right. So, and, and so that is how you know uh, you know we function in terms of like a use case, for instance. Um, you know, right now we've just partnered with Partnership for Southern Equity, which is an organization here in Atlanta that's getting ready to you know push the fight against uh, Georgia Power's increasing energy prices. Right. So, if you follow you know public you know uh, Partnership for Southern Equity in our app or, or any of the causes that are tied to their mission. Like, they will work with you in our application to help lobby your public service commissioners, mm-hmm. which is the local elected officials here in Georgia, mm-hmm. um, to help convince them that they should fight against Georgia Power to lower the energy prices. You know, these are things that people don't think about when they think about political engagement in many times. But our political system is, is a real democratic system, and it is one that is influenced either directly or indirectly by your participation. So we try to enable that participation through our partners, through our user base, and through our data. Really, it's interesting hearing you talk about the whole setup with the, um, really, you're giving a voice, because we, we have lobbyists, and lobbyists are powerful. Yes. And you're letting people know with social media, you can now compete with the lobbyists who sit in oh, the yeah. hallways, who have offices in the, in the local, in, the, in every, every capital, in every state. They have lobbyists in D.C. And so you're saying through your software that was disconnected to 30,000. You said 30,000, correct? 
It now gives yeah, you yeah thirty thousand elected officials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it now gives you a voice to be able to communicate through social media that's never that has not been there before. That's pretty powerful, Horace. That's really powerful, man. You know, you you starting to impress me, sir. Really, really. <laughs> you know, seriously, well, I because to make up for all the phone problems, man. Well, you know, but you, um, well, you know the thing about it because of the fact that really, you know, because there's so many ways social media can bring value to the individual. You know, it's, it's made entrepreneurs. Uh, wealthy uh, through social media has made athletes and stars have a voice outside of uh, outside of their craft. And then now yeah. you're saying there's an individual, you know, if you're having problems with the, uh, with the, the local local uh, power company wanting to raise your fees, then you can do it through social mm-hmm. media and you can go through this app and we can create momentum because I'm going to tell you something. It used to be, used to write a letter to uh, you know, General Mills or Ford and complain, a letter. So they say yeah. one letter used to be like 10,000 people. Now, social media is worse because now it's, it's, it's in the public's view. And comments get shared, and it can create a, a, a mass, a lot of momentum. So when we come back, I want to continue that conversation. Horace Williams, man, you're fantastic. I'm glad we got the phone situation worked out. We'll be back with more of our conversation. My man, Horace Williams, the creator of the app, Empowered. Yes, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to uh, Money Making Conversation. My guest has been, uh, you know, primarily uh, key roles in startups and aiding and the evolution of B2B technology and creating user experiences. Let me ask you this before we move into further. What is what exactly is B2B social technology? What exactly is that? So, great question. So, I have actually spent a lot of my career uh, working with some awesome people, particularly in leadership roles, around the way that enterprise corporations, and, you know, this kind of in a way talks about the, the problem that we ran into before uh, with the Russians and everything else, but, you know, hopefully on more of the marketer side. But I've worked in a space that has helped large corporations effectively engage uh, the general populace um, through social media. Right, and I've worked in that space since it's in its since its inception. So back when they were just calling it user generated content, essentially, mm-hmm. and even prior to Facebook really playing a major role. Right. But I've worked in it all the way up until you know I was you know part of the first comprehensive uh, you know offering for Oracle that you know allowed you know large corporations to monitor, listen, and engage people through social networks through third party software. So. You know, the ability for people to, these companies to create profiles around, like, who to target, what ads to, and, like, you know, and identify people who are likely to complain or people who are, you know, influential that they should serve at first and things along those lines, that technology. I spent a lot of time building, like, the actual experience that made that technology usable for our customers in those spaces, and I did that for, man, close to 10 years. Wow. Now, when you talk about companies, I, I, I'm reading here, I describe background working at Silicon Valley at Oracle and Spirit. And so, yes. Um, to, so, so, for some clarity there, I actually did not work in Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. I managed some people that worked out there, but Oracle itself is based in Silicon Absolutely. Valley. Mm-hmm. Well, not actually, it's not, and actually, Oracle is based in Redwood Shores, to even be a little bit more specific. Right, right. But the... Um, but I am, um, but our office was in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and yes, so there was a, that was, I just wanted to make that, that clarification there that, um, you know, I actually, I managed teams that were, that had personnel out of, uh, Redwood Shores, uh, Colorado and, um, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, you know, uh, I'm very familiar with zoom, very familiar with Skype. That's how people are doing yes. business nowadays. So I was you not taken it. aback 
you know, I, I do, or I just finished this big contract with the Air National Guard, and uh, I was overseeing 50 states, uh, the marketing and branding, and uh, Guam, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. There, And so I know that I wasn't in 50 states. <laughs> and so, but, but, totally. But, but, but I was Zooming everywhere, though. And so so you don't yeah. have to correct me on that end. This is a show that's uh, pretty advanced in its thought process. I just uh, wanted to just... You know, Oracle is not a name that in, in the middle of an interview, we we got to say that because that's important because uh, Oracle is like uh, that's right up there with the Apple, right up there with the Microsoft, yeah. with the Intels. You know, there, there's certain brands that drive this country besides Google, you yeah. know, and, and, and Oracle is one of those brands that that's just um, unbelievably uh, changed the way we live our lives from day to day. And somewhere, yeah. I I think I, I'm I'm thoroughly believing that they are want to go to the moon again, so they can they can put cl- create cloud space. Nah, that's what I wouldn't, gonna, I wouldn't gonna, doubt it. They're gonna use the moon to put cloud space. That's that's what they want to do. I, I I don't know where all that computer storage is gonna go because they're keeping everything. Can you answer that question for me, Horace Williams? Where's uh, all this? Where's all this cloud space going, dude? Well, what's, what's the specific question? Say that again. Well, where's all this cloud space? All this they you know, they, they, they every photo you taking, every phone number you you nobody remembers the people's phone numbers because guess what? There's so many phone numbers, but it's being stored. <laughs> where is this stuff going, my man? And where is it? I, I I think that's why they're going to the moon. They want to go back to the moon so they can dump everything on the moon as a storage place. So, it's, interestingly enough, it's just, you know, it's funny because it is it is a real estate issue, right? Like, I mean, these are servers that everything is being stored on. It's just, you know, cloud, you know, there's, there's what you consider to be your traditional on-site hosting and then your off-site hosting, which yeah. is, you know, what we've branded into the cloud. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it is just, you know, it's kind of like, uh, what do you call it? It's kind of like um, graveyards, right? Like, we're not yeah. going to um, run out of uh, people dying. Right. Um, but we <laughs> got to do something. You know, you know, people, people keep throwing space. I, I don't know, man. I guess they're going to have to throw some moon real estate for all these servers. I'm, I'm just being real with y'all. I'm just letting y'all know because I've been thinking about stuff like that. I've been going, okay, because I remember like 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 five years ago, I was resistant and and and, and, and getting the cloud, paying that little $5 or that $10 for the extra story because they always get you with, give you one free gigabyte. You know, we all know that's going like that, <laughs> you know. And then so, so now I got unlimited. So anytime I take, I got pictures. I was looking at my phone. I got pictures. I was showing my staff pictures all the way back to 2012 on my phone. Yeah. You know, I'm going like, okay, they're not on my phone. They're on a they're on a cloud server somewhere, and I take pictures mm-hmm. of everything because I'm a, I'm a I'm a foodie, and so I, I take pictures of I was of a site called Rushan Eats. So I always taking pictures of food. Yeah. That's on my servers and all that stuff. So so when you when you start talking about you know the powered and empowered, you're just an information guy, man. And, and I just want to say this because I'm not saying I'm ending this interview, but that's why I would tell people go to college because you, you going to college and the right people met you, saw the gifts in you, and and shaped you to be the person to create this. But before that, absolutely. But before that, your father played a significant role in your life. Talk to us yes. a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. So my father, uh, Horace Williams Senior. Um, was a, uh, you know, and like most kids, you know, like your parents do stuff and they try to get you into it and, you know, you're a little resistant. And uh, my father is a lot older than me. He's about 40 years older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, God rest his soul, he passed in 2015. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, 
in New York City, particularly in Brooklyn, uh, he played a large role in the professional careers of many of today's um, uh, elected officials uh, that are in that city. And uh, he was a lobbyist. Um, he represented uh, public affairs for Pratt Institute in Brooklyn. Um, he, you know, he, 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 was just, he just spent a lot of time in that space because, you know, he started as an advocate, you know, as an activist. You know, um, he ran for office once but decided to stay out of running right. <laughs> and, and focus more on influence from, from the outside. Mm-hmm. But that is, um, you know, that role that he played through that time, you know, at the moment, at that, when I was a kid, I, I just kind of was distant from it. I didn't think about it much. But, you know, genetics are powerful. And I can see over time my evolution into that same way of thinking. It's like taking the blue pill, right, or when you watch The Matrix. It's like once you get into it, like, you can't go back to living life the same way. And you can understand why once people jump into this space, like my father did, they spend the rest of their lives in it mm-hmm. because, you know, because you can't live pretending like you don't know how all this stuff works. Right. And, and I think that, you know, once you've learned it and you've immersed yourself into it, like I have, and like my team has and everyone else, you know, uh, you're, you're spend a lot of time telling everybody, hey, listen, take the blue pill. Take the blue pill. <laughs> you got to. Like, it's the only way you're going to really get what you want out of this life and have the kind of confidence you want in this life, you know, is by knowing, you know, and understanding what governs you and how it works. Otherwise, you're always going to be susceptible to the decisions of other people. And that is where, you know, he made a, played a major influence in me because I can look back at those times now and better understand what he did and why he did it in the role that I'm in today. And you're doing it today with technology or through technology. Yes. That, that's, and, and that's the, and that's yeah. the evolution part of it. That's, that's a, that's a really cool story when you think about it, man, you know, because like yeah. I said, you know, you know, like you said, that wasn't a path that you saw. He saw it. Your dad saw it. Didn't you? He saw, it. yeah, you know, he saw it. And then you go, ah, yeah, get off me, 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 get off me. Then you go to college and they saw it. Those, those, those instructors saw it. Mm-hmm. He said, look at him, we're going to help you out because you, you, you're stupid. We're stupid. I, I was that way. I was stupid. You know, teachers shape yeah. me. I, would tell them they, I, I call them bumps, you know. When they when they see you going right, they, they they tap you on the side of the, the head or the shoulder. Hey, 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 you don't need to be over there. That ain't what you do. Yeah. That ain't what you do. You're special. You, you're going to do something different in life. And I ran yeah. from that a lot, Horace. I ran from that and mm-hmm. because I didn't really get what they meant. By that, when it was yeah. when it, when it comes to you so much, that's a lot of pressure. I guess people don't understand that. Oh, as a as a child or a young person, all you just want to do is be regular, man. You really do. All you want to yeah. do is just be regular. If you're not a if you're not an athlete, then, then you you have a right to be special because you can dunk or catch a run through a run a hundred yards and with a football or a block a shot yeah. and goes in. But we just if you just sitting in the stands, man, and and people just say that guy up there smart. Then people look at you differently. Yeah. And 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 that's a lot of pressure. So I understand what you were, were going. But uh, the beauty of it is that they would they they refuse to allow you to succumb to that as being a a bad thought. And and yeah. this is what empowered is for us today. Tell us again how we can download that empowered app. And uh, my man, a great. I'm glad we got the phone situation straight because. The, the, the what you're communicating communicating on this inter, in this interview is very relatable. Well, I appreciate it, man, and thank you for your patience. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure you uh, 
have some people that don't make it through the phone thing. So I'm happy you worked it through with me. So um, Empowered, uh, you can download Empowered. It's spelled a little differently. It's E-M-P-O-W-R-D. It's available on Android and iOS. Anybody can download it for free. And if you're an organization or an advocacy group uh, that is looking for a tool to use to mobilize people or find people with similar causes that you support, you can reach out to us at questions at empowered.com, spelled the same way, E-M-P-O-W-R-D, uh, or you can download the app and send us an inquiry through the application. But it's publicly available for all. We work with organizations and, and, and coalitions and advocacy groups of all sizes. And, you know, the app is always going to be free for the people because it should be. Awesome. Uh, is uh, On the social media, is the same spelling for social media as well? Yes. And on social media, you can find us at um, – Get Empowered, which mm-hmm. is G-E-T, Empowered, spelled, the, you know, the same way, E-M-P-O-W-R-D, mm-hmm. um, on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. It's just um, uh, Empowered Apps. Oh, this is and awesome. And if you look us up there, you can find us, and, and uh, you'll, you'll be able to follow us there. And we're pretty active. We post a lot of advocacy-driven information mm-hmm. and news and, uh, and try to focus on local engagement well because we believe that's a really important thing. I appreciate you. I really do. And I appreciate you coming on my show. And that's why I created this show. So lanes of information like this can be made public because a lot of people don't understand why this should be made public because you spread the word strong where more people know. More people know, more people are educated. <laughs> and that's why I consider it an, uh, an app where academia and education meets in a political arena where you can empower people to be to control their lives, and uh, especially in the world of social media. Thank you, Horace Williams, for calling Money Making Conversations.